Welcome to the Navigating Your Career podcast. This is the place for you to figure out your next career move, learn how to speak up and show up as the real you, and discover the path that brings out the best in you. If you want to stop feeling stuck, start feeling better, and take ownership of your career and your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Navigating Your Career. This week, we are going to talk about a really fun topic. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of what coaching actually is. I talk about it. I offer concepts and tools, information. I talk about my clients, but let's be real. If you Google search coaching, life coach, career coach, you're going to get a ton of information and some of it is more reputable than others. So I thought it would be fun to talk about this candidly, what it is, what it isn't, how I see it and how I use coaching, the benefits of it, and even what my clients tell their friends it is. Because when I thought about this episode, I thought I could talk all day long about what coaching is, but if you're not a coach, it won't be as impactful or insightful as if you heard it from a non-coach, someone who isn't trained, who's um, never coached before, it's not their profession, and they just experienced it. So we are going to talk about that too. But first, let me set some context. Depending on your experience, you may have different thoughts about coaches. I always thought of coaches as elite, something for executives that were chosen for great things, but had issues they needed to overcome to get there. So the company invested in getting them a coach. I had worked with and known of kind of executives in the C-suite that were marked in succession planning for big things that they were going to do for the company, big sites they were going to take over. And so the company invested a lot of money in coaching to make sure that those employees and those leaders were ready to take on that next big thing. So it always seemed kind of Um, inaccessible to the broad population of employees, but something that was considered very elite. Others may have only heard the term life coach on that old episode of Roseanne as a mockery. In that episode where um, Jackie Harris, she is the sister of Roseanne, and she proclaims that she is suddenly a life coach, and it's kind of in the episode as a joke. And I remember... Uh, When I saw that, I laughed and I thought it was a joke too. Like, what is this? Who is this person? And I mean, this was um, several, several years ago. But I'm guessing that if you're listening to my podcast, that that isn't something you necessarily believe. Um, But you never know, you might be on the fence. So depending on your experience of working with coaches, hearing about them in the corporate environment, um, seeing them on TV, doing some Google searching, you might have all sorts of ideas and opinions about the profession. And if you haven't had the experience, you may be wondering why there are so many coaches now and where they're all coming from. The coaching industry has had a massive boom worldwide and has been reported as being the second fastest growing sector in the world within the last 10 years. It's making coaching more accessible than ever, which is awesome. It isn't just for the C-suite anymore, but it is worth noting that there are all sorts of coaches and there really is little to no regulation on who calls themselves a coach. 
So you're going to find people that call themselves life coaches, health coaches, empowerment coach, career coach, executive coach, leadership coach, weight loss coach, mindset coach. The list goes on and on. And it isn't like a doctor where you have to achieve a certain level of credentials before you can use the title or a therapist where you have to have a license. It's an unregulated industry. So that really means that anyone can call themselves a coach. Now, whether or not it's within integrity to do that is another topic, right? But generally speaking, you know, anyone can go out and give themselves that title. So it's super important to know that and to consider what you want in a coach. There is one governing body of professional coaches, but there isn't a requirement to be a part of it. And that is the International Coach Federation or known as ICF. I am an ICF coach. My program was also accredited by ICF, which means um, it has to require certain ethics, standards, and practices that are consistent with that governing body. Personally, this is really important to me, which is why I pursued this route when I went through certification. I had taken other coaching programs that were not accredited through ICF, and I had done a lot of coaching in my corporate life. But without being part of an ICF program, um, I I felt like it wasn't necessarily the credibility that I wanted to have as part of my business. I wanted to have that standard and to be able to tell you and tell my clients that that is something um, that I hold. So I'm proud to say that that is part of my journey. ICF defines a coach as a professional who supports, empowers, and challenges individuals to help them realize their personal and professional goals. The coaching relationship is a partnership relying on a high level of trust and connection between the coach and the client. The coach helps the client clarify their agenda and supports them in creating and following through on a strategy to achieve their goals. Coaching is about empowering people to come up with their own answers with questioning, exercises, and tools. And during the process, we overcome common obstacles and blocks, limitations that we have using techniques that are legally correct to do without a counseling license. A key difference between coaching and counseling is counseling is about healing deep emotional issues, often from the past or diagnosing mental illness. It also focuses on processing the past as opposed to taking action for the future. Coaching is also different from consulting because consulting is telling you what to do. You pay for my expertise and I give you information or suggestions rather than guiding you to develop your own answers. Really, the premise for for my coaching practice and um, consistent with the ICF standard is that you as the client know what's best for you and you just might not have the awareness, the tools, um, or the knowledge to really know how to make the best decision for you. And so as a coach, I help you tap into those things that are even kind of buried beneath your conscious level. I help guide you through how to make decisions that are going to put you on the path to what you want to have in life. So some of that is uncovering obstacles, unresolved feelings, or processing pain from the past that's keeping you stuck and not allowing you to move forward. Sometimes it's helping you think about what's possible instead of what's probable. It's showing you a different way to look at your life, giving you the accountability to achieve what you want, but always knowing that you have that power within you. It's a very empowering process for the client. 
So let's talk about what my clients had to say. So I asked just a few of them to tell me in their own words, if a friend or family member has asked them, what would they say coaching is? So that was a pretty fun question. And some of them were like, they were like, oh, well, I actually was just telling my friend this or I was actually just telling my family member that. Um, And so I combined all of their statements into one list to read to you of what my clients had to say. So when they tell their friends or family what coaching is, this is their definition. Coaching helps you get rid of the fluff. It helps you calm the brain. You learn how to work toward the goals that will make you happy. It's a lot of self-reflection and hard work to understand how you think and how you want to be. You could get steps online or from a book, but if you can't see your blind spots, how they apply to your thinking and have the accountability, it doesn't work. It's a calming and deep self-reflection of the brain and of yourself It is sometimes frustrating when you wake up one day, but then you wake up one day and realize that things are different, that you're happier, that you're thinking and doing things differently. It is someone who helps you get to know yourself and asks you questions that are hard and sometimes uncomfortable, but it's nice because it's just questions and it's unbiased. It helps me think and reflect and make choices that I want to. It's asking great questions. It's providing a sacred space to share thoughts, positive and negative, about anyone or anything so you can understand yourself and get over your own limitations and obstacles. It is a place that builds confidence with every session. How powerful is that? So those are all of the words from my clients describing what coaching is to them. So let's go back to that ICF definition. ICF defines a coach as a professional who supports, empowers, and challenges individuals to help them realize their personal and professional goals. The coaching relationship is a partnership relying on a high level of trust and connection between coach and client. The coach helps the client clarify their agenda and supports them in creating and following through on a strategy to achieve their goals. So you can see how it's described professionally or even if you've seen anything I've written, how I talk about it, and then how my clients talk about it, it's all consistent. It helps you understand yourself, empowers you to make decisions aligned with your goals, overcome any limitation you have, and is a trusting relationship that is confidential. In my work as a coach, I'm bound by ICF ethics and competencies. Again, this is only true of ICF coaches. The competencies are the areas I became an expert in to be certified. I went through months of training and had to work with several practice and free clients to earn my certification. I learned about the professional standards, establishing trust, communicating, questioning, facilitating results, and so on. I also learned a specific model and tools that I use in my sessions. The code of ethics I abide by are around confidentiality, conflict of interest, advocacy of my clients, professionalism, and continuing education so that I'm always improving on my coaching skills and being the best coach I can for my clients. So that is a high-level view of what coaching is and how it is defined. Also, that there are different standards in the profession. It's just like any profession. Some are going to be better than others, and it's important that you have a good chemistry and fit with your coach so you can get the best results. It's not the same as going to a doctor, but I will use that as an example. When you look for a doctor 
or a personal trainer, really anyone that you want to provide service to or is going to provide service for you, you want to look at what their what their experience is, what their um, results are. You know, do are they someone that you trust to give you good information to help you get where you want to be, that you can rely on them, that they're going to help you get the results that you want, right? You want to apply that same level of thinking when you're looking for a coach. So you might be wondering more about what the benefits are. So with my clients, they go from stressed and overwhelmed, feeling stuck, having a difficult relationship with their boss, thinking they don't have a future in their career, dreading going to work, to feeling confident in themselves, knowing exactly what they want their next career move to be and what they want long-term. They overcome imposter syndrome and they become powerful decision makers. They are relaxed. They find themselves with more time on their hands than ever and overall are happier and more emotionally healthy. According to the Institute of Coaching, the benefits of coaching are massive, including 80% finding increased self-confidence, 70% have improved work performance, improved relationships, and more effective communication skills. Further, 90% of those that invest in coaching recoup their investment and more. So no matter how you look at it, coaching is effective. If you have a qualified coach and a trusting relationship, you do your part and you do the work to take the action, you are guaranteed to get the results that you want. It gives you a life that you wouldn't have without it. Imagine if you were to overcome all of the things that hold you back, and there are things you don't know, ways of self-sabotage, ways of looking at the world that are distorted. It's true for everyone, and if you were able to get over all of your limitations and know what you really wanted, and have someone to help you along the way, you will not only have the career that you want, but you will have the life that you want. All right, now let's dig into what a session actually looks like. It's like the Wizard of Oz. We will see what is behind the curtain, right? I've provided a lot of information around different types of coaches, credentials around coaches, um, the benefits of coaching, what coaching is, and now we're going to break it down at the session level. So for me, coaching sessions are just shy of an hour and they start with checking in, a brief greeting. I always ask my clients to share their wins from the week. Then we move into a topic for coaching. The topic is chosen by the client and it's either based on the goals we established in the beginning of our coaching relationship or an ad hoc topic that the client brings to the session. I always establish goals with the client for the period of time that we're going to work together, but the client is always open to bring a different topic to focus on because that's life. Things happen. You might have an awful meeting with your boss and be distracted from working on anything else and we can coach through that so that you can feel better about it. So if, for example, we have goals on identifying the next career move and building confidence, but the client just had a really tough meeting with their boss and is stressed out. They may want to coach on that so they can get clarity, overcome their stress, and have a path forward to dealing with their boss. Coaching changes the big things by changing the little everyday things. When you learn how your brain works about the limitations or unresolved issues holding you back and then how to overcome them, you're learning and moving past these things by processing them. I help you do that in coaching, breaking apart specific situations and coaching through them until you have the action that you want to take that will align with the results that you want. 
it's really an incredible experience. Without it, I would not have started my own business. I wouldn't have grown it to the success it is today. When I said I wouldn't have my business without it, it's true. I had a great job, all the skills and abilities, um, but my brain wasn't on board. It was keeping me safe. My coach helped me realize what I wanted, when I wanted it, what was holding me back, and guided me to actually follow through to create the business that I wanted. An analogy I use is, let's say you want to clean your kitchen cabinets. If you're familiar with lean, you're going to 5S them. So you want to provide some organization, sort through what you need and don't, get them clean and shiny. Sounds great, right? Now imagine you're inside the kitchen cabinet and you're like a mime trying to see outside and know where things go and how to organize them, but you can't see it that good because you're in the cabinet. Do you have that visualized? Now apply that to your brain. When you're inside your own head, you can't see what's real, what's there to protect you, what isn't useful, and how to achieve what you want in the most effective and efficient way because you're using your brain to solve your problem with your brain. A coach is like the person standing outside the kitchen that can guide you to where things should go so you can achieve the results that you want. And when you're tired and you just want to give up and don't remember why you wanted what you wanted, the coach is there to remind you and help you keep going. It's so much easier that way, right? So there you have it. That is the nitty gritty 10,000 foot view of coaching. Is that an oxymoron? Nitty gritty and 10,000 foot view. I don't know, (laughs) but I will add the link to the show notes uh, for the International Coaching Federation if you want to learn more about it. If you're thinking coaching sounds great, I will also include a link where you can apply for coaching with me. Um, We will get those kitchen cabinets organized in no time. All right. Well, if you loved this episode, I would appreciate it if you would leave a note on Apple Podcasts, leave a review of what you love about the show. That will really help it get more visible to help even more people. All right. I will talk to you next week.